1: Do you think there should be a Transformer named Honeybee if, I think if Mark Wahlberg is in the Transformers movie? Uh, I like that. Where's the Honeybees? Now, are you one of those people? Are you a Transformers fan that you will see these Transformers movies even though you know they're horrible? No,
0: absolutely not. I, I am. I'll go see them. Yeah? I'm gonna, you're go you're see part it. of the problem then.
1: I am part of the problem. You're
0: what they call an enabler.
2: Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> You're enabling my, Michael Bay. It's my
1: it, entertainment dollar that is the that's the problem. But what are you getting yeah. out of these films, though? I, I mean, just, I, I guess I like, understand the visual I effects. Guess that, that weird fascination, that train wreck fascination. Yeah, that's like I Astro mean, Train wreck. It's kind of like oh, very well done. Astro Train wreck Gar.
0: <laughs> oh, let me see if I can do it. Astro Train wreck Garfield did it. Nailed it. Another 80s cartoon. <laughs> Thanks I'll show myself out. That's that's really good. <laughs>
1: it's not a transformer but you know doesn't whatever doesn't matter. Um yeah. So uh so yeah it's just it's kind of what well what this podcast was based on is Freedom. my weird fascination with bad movies. That's kind of where it was born, where I was like, Joel, we should watch get bad that. movies. I get that. Remember when we used to do like dramatic readings from the IMDb message box? <laughs> that one episode. The one time the we The very did it. first. Our, our Bird Demic
0: episode, guys. If you go to the, uh, not the Facebook page, but the, Next the website. Wave radio page. Editingbay.com, which will then link you if you go to our archive page, and we'll yeah. then link you back. you got to go all the way back. you got to hit page 12 or whatever. <laughs> you know what? And I meant to count how many episodes we're up to before this week and uh, didn't get around to it. No, it's but, okay. Uh, you were busy, man. You, you followed to, us on you Twitter. You went to New York. I, I did. I was <laughs> in uh, New York. You went to New York. In New York. And you saw Sarah
1: Bareilles. I
0: saw Sarah Bareilles. Did she write you a love song? On Broadway. Uh, I'm not going to
1: write you a love song. I
0: feel like she does my karaoke jam right there. Yeah. That's probably one of the first songs you heard me sing on karaoke, it, it is. isn't it? It is. Uh, I do love her. Uh, the Mrs. loves her. Something fierce as well. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, yeah, man, She. do you know she, she wrote in... And now stars in uh, a, a Broadway production of Waitress. Of Waitress, she wrote the film. songs for Waitress. She did the songs and the lyrics. And now she's in it for three. Well, I say now, but by the time you hear this, I think this is her last weekend. So this oh, is a man. once in a life. <laughs> hey guys, if you had a,
1: if you had a Broadway now, you could see Neil Patrick <laughs> Harris in Hedwig. Uh, it's just outdated castings. Oh my god, guys, she, Cats. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's actually fantastic. I think Cats is still on fucking is Broadway. Cats still, I thought they took it off Broadway. They should. I, I hate Cats. Done. I, I hate that. I Th- gotta confess, that's the worst. I've never seen it.
0: Well good. You can skip it. It's <laughs> I, got a couple of good songs and otherwise it's people running around in cat
1: uniforms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Costumes. Thundercats. They should repurpose Hello. it and make it don't call me ho. <laughs> uh they should repurpose it and make a Thundercats musical on Broadway. I like that. Yes. Thundercats I I, are loose. i <laughs> They're very loose. <laughs> So that's why I would be excited to see the that. Thundercats thunder, are a thunder, curious thunder, cat. Thundercats, a uh,
0: That's the theme song, presumably. Yeah, Thundercats
1: I'm, are on the move.
0: I didn't get a lot. They didn't. Uh, they didn't show that where I was. Growing you, up. you didn't get Thundercats in Beville? I, I had to catch did the you reruns get, later did you on. He Man. I got He Man. I got the Transformers, silver Obviously,
1: Hawks. got GI Joe. Did you ever watch Silverhawks? I'm unfamiliar with that. Silverhawks was kind of like Thundercats, but it was a bunch of people wearing like these silver suits in space. Hmm. It was the same company that did Thundercats. Oh, so that wow, same dude, style. you missed a lot of like really good cartoons and movies. What about Mask? And I love mask,
0: but even that was on TV. I had to. Re- I remember renting the
1: VHS copies yeah. of Mask from Video Giant. Being a Video Giant, because we didn't <laughs> have a blockbuster in my hometown. Being a Transformers purist, didn't you feel like Mask was like a bastardization of Transformers?
0: Uh, eh, a little bit, but not so much. Not not the way that the Gobots were. Yeah. At least Mask, uh, I I appreciated what they're do what they were doing. And, uh-huh. and they all have like human drivers too, right? That's true. So
1: they added another twist to it. it. Was a sweet toy, man. Those toys, were dude, they were cool. great. You got like the best of both worlds. You got a little action figure, but but then you got a little transforming vehicle mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. I had a couple of those. Fun times. Them, all the toys Man, that I had I just, in my youth. I wish I was eight again. I, well, I kind of feel like we are. <laughs> We're certainly revisiting a lot of the movies from our youth. I'm yeah, just, we are. Here yeah. Uh, well, speaking of Michael Bay, mm-hmm. uh, this week we've uh, we've decided to go back into the. Uh, the the bay well the the bay the bay well it's the editing bay well the, the baymax <laughs> the, the, yeah okay whatever um, so that would be great if we were like the editing bay, bay. and it's like Michael Bay just hey. hanging out with not Joel like and Joe. you're my bay more like but but aren't I <laughs> kind of. am am I not you're my podcasting bay that's right my man. pod bay uh, open, open the I think that's pod the name bay that's doors Hal think, I'm afraid I can't do that. <laughs> Uh, all right, so this is the Editing Bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name is Joe. Mine's Joel. And this is where we come to talk about movies. Uh, sometimes they're good movies, sometimes they're bad movies, no matter what the case. Every week, we will watch a movie and then come back here and talk about it with each other, uh, give our criticisms, and mm-hmm. invite you, the listeners, to take part in the discussion. Go to Facebook, and uh, and in the search bar, put in the Editing Bay. You're going to bring up that woman with the bleeding eyes. We talk about her every week. Yep. Click on her, and uh, that's going to take you to our, our little Facebook group page, and uh, And you can comment back and let us know what you think about our movie of the week, or uh tell us about movies that uh that you'd like us to talk about in the future. I know there's a whole bunch of obscure classics that uh that people keep giving us that we've added to our list. yeah, there was another recommendation
0: I believe this week, and I can't remember what it was. Let me see if I can pull it up while you're yeah that would be uh, I'll I'll
1: vamp vamp. Do the, do the audience. <laughs> and then complete silence. I just I just sit here with my mouth agape. Like, uh, <laughs> That's not what vamping means. Uh, so when I was seven. Uh, oh. I did. Oh, did you see the pictures of Harper? Look, it shows up on my Facebook feed. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm seeing because. them now. She is the best. Certainly, seeing them now. Yeah, she's. You know what? She's been having a, a tough go, man. I think yeah. she's. She's kind of entering the terrible twos. Oh, oh! I about, thought you about, meant about a month or so from, early from a, a health standpoint because uh, I know she was on a breathalyzer she, last she, week. or something. Well, yeah, she's she's having to take some breathing treatments and stuff. I think she's kind of developing a little bit of early onset asthma. Aww. Um The air but will I, do it. She's also, you know, kind of teething a little bit more. She's got more teeth cutting through, and uh, we tried to go. We try to go get some. Uh, some dinner on Sunday. Oh yeah, and uh, you know sometimes I get the cr- craving for like horrible buffet. So I was like, let's go to Furs, man. Let's just go to Furs <laughs> and throw down, and I could just fucking pig out. So we go, and it's like four o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday. Line out the fucking door. Where'd you go to Furs? What? Why? Because that's is this like a we world were, famous we, Furs. I or just something? explained that was why I was. I was craving no i know (laughs) oh why was it packed yeah i don't know man people like were wearing their sunday best so they must have been coming from like late church services Mm. but like yeah it was fucking that's where they're going though so so harper and i were both like just fucking starved like we were both getting like that maslow's hierarchy of needs where we weren't getting our (laughs) food so we were both getting fucking angry i'm already taking a shit so we uh time to refuel we went to uh we ended up going to manny's uptown off of mocking oh i love that place good place but Harper was just in no fucking mood. She was in no. So I was telling my dad, he's like, How's she doing? I'm like, Well, she's teething. Either that, or we need to call a fucking exorcist because <laughs> this baby has got a demon in her. When her head starts spinning around, that's when
0: you know. Yeah, no, but she's a sweetheart. She'd do that she thing is. where she like walks backwards with her palms <laughs> I, on the like. Have, yeah, actually, spider yeah. walks down is the that, stairs. Is that
1: a bad? Is that a bad sign?
0: No, no, that means they're healthy. That's, oh, that's part of the terrible okay. twos, actually. She's it just she's flexible and she just vomits. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Keep all your crucifixes away, by the way. Keep them locked up. You know, your what mother happens. sucks dicks in hell.
1: <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, Harper. Bad words. That's, that's bad language. We can't. Yeah. Talk like that we don't say sucks I you know it's funny though because I just see the way that she's she behaves you know she's just a baby but it makes me wonder like is this the kind of shit that like back in colonial days people were like she's possessed (laughs) right this baby is fucking possessed she's a witch drown her (laughs) she drowned explorers Explorers. That's oh, the that's film. that's right, with, uh, uh, it's been uh, with River Phoenix, River Phoenix and uh, who is it? Uh, Sean Ethan Astin. Hawk. Yes, oh, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. I actually Sean really like that movie. We might do this on the podcast. Yeah, that point. was like they made a, a spaceship out of like a, a tilt-a-whirl ride or whatever. Mm-hmm. And computers. And computers, because that, that's how computers work. Well, we didn't Kind of like with
0: weird science. <laughs> yeah. I would say... We can create a girl. More scientifically sound,
1: this film, or that film, Explorers. Are you sure you want to hit your... Uh, Hitch, so, hitch what, your, to what to explore your, your, your horses to that wagon? Uh, that I'm explorers was more scientifically sound. Between that, when was the last time you watched it? Well, I, I'm just. Uh, yeah, it's probably been twenty years. I or would so. just, I would just hold off on that claim. Okay, you might be right. I would just hold off on that claim until we watch it. I
0: just know the chances are, we'll watch it. You'd be like, oh, well, there wasn't like a scanner that you could just like place objects in, and then uh, your yeah, your magical but they 3D made a printer spaceship out of like. Uh, an Apple II and a Tilt-A-Whirl ride, and, and then that's not even the weirdest part of the film. Spoiler alert!
1: Uh, oh man! Yep. <laughs> this week on the editing bay hashtag. So, so yeah, we went back to uh, we went back to the bay well mm. to the pod bay mm. editing bay. <laughs> God damn it! What else you got? Uh, I got nothing else. I got nothing else. The bagels. Ooh, uh, ba- uh, bagels. bagels. Mm. What else you got? I got nothing. <laughs> I really got nothing. I'm That's not pretty funny. good, actually. I'm not funny anymore. Joe, you're I've hilarious. Noticed. I go back and I listen to this and i no. like, man, we were a lot funnier like about a year ago.
0: That is absolutely untrue. Audiences, please Excuse me. do your reviews uh, and tell Joe how funny he is. Stroke his ego, if you will. Meanwhile, I'll be stroking <sighs>
1: something else. Good God. So we watched The Rock. The Rock. Welcome. Welcome to The Rock. To The Rock. Um, starring Sean Connery yeah. and uh, Nicolas Cage mm-hmm. and Ed Harris. Yeah. Uh, All-star cast, really. We talked about we talked about last week about if you look up the outtakes to this movie. Did you look them up at all? Uh, you know, I bookmarked them, and uh-huh. then I realized it was like eight minutes long, and I, oh never, I never got around to watching the entire, but but I'll post it on the Facebook it's page so we can all enjoy. Yeah, they're painfully, it's painfully long. Mm. But yeah, Ed Harris, just watching him fucking melt down and go psychotic. He seems like uh, he has very little sense of humor in real life. Very little sense of humor. Um, like when's the last
0: time you've seen him yuck it up on screen? Has well, like, he ever done like a comedy? Milk money. I never saw it. You never saw
1: Milk Money? I know of it, though.
0: Do you know the premises of it? It's like the the kids.
1: uh, It's got uh, Jason Priestley in it, right? Does it? I know it has Melanie Griffith. I don't know who the kids were. I think so. But, like, they gather their milk money and buy a prostitute. (laughs) Get a prostitute. To fall in love with their dad or something. Like, it's taking the pretty woman premise and going way fucking left field. Yeah, what
0: if we had some young, precocious kids that were playing Johns? So there you go. Who is in that? Michael Patrick Carter. Malcolm McDowell.
1: And Haish. I don't know any Philip Bosco. Like, where
0: are all the kids? I know. So I don't see Jason Priestley anywhere. No, I'm wrong. I'm thinking of uh, Calendar Girl. I'm realizing. I now. love.
1: I love. I love my little Calendar Girl. Which which reminds me of uh, Deadpool now. I can't hear that song (laughs) without thinking of... uh... There he is. There he is on the cover. Yeah, Jason Priestley. Look at that. I love how the the, the font, the title for Calendar Girl looks like 90210. It really... Well, yes. (laughs) It looks like 90210. It is. It's the circle with that same impact font. Good God. So The Rock. The Rock. All right. So um, Ed not, Harris. Not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Ed Harris, which you know what? Mm-hmm. Someone should remake this movie and put The Rock in The Rock. Would he, would he just be playing he would just the be, island? He would be the island. <laughs> there would be an, it would like be an him. animated movie and, and he would just like every once in a while pop up and be like, what's up, man? <laughs> How can I help you? You said you like Moana, right? I love Moana. I have yet to see that.
0: You I, should check that It's movie been out recommended on. by several people. So good. And I like The Rock. Uh, would you vote for him for president? or
1: The Rock the person?
0: Uh, well, The Rock the person, but uh, we'll keep talking. We'll find out.
1: Okay, cool. I, I would vote for The Rock for, for president. I would, too. Absolutely. Him and Tom Hanks or whoever his running at, mate was. At least he's charming. Y- yes. At least he... Who doesn't love The he's Rock? He's charming, and mm-hmm. he seems like a decent human being.
0: I feel like he could kind of uh, reason with ISIS as this well. This
1: fucking troll that we have right now... Ugh. Just fucking pisses me off. Let's let's okay. not. Let's not. Let's, let's talk about The Rock. Nothing but positivity here. So, uh, Ed Harris plays General Hummel. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, General Malcolm X. Hummel, Malcolm, right? <laughs> it's something X. Hummel. It's not Malcolm, though. Uh, Francis. Francis. Fr- that's right, because they keep calling him Frank. Mm-hmm. Francis. Um, so, yeah, he steals this VX gas and some rockets. Mm-hmm. And his whole plot, because he feels like... Um, there are a bunch of soldiers that are under his command mm-hmm. that are, like, left to die or part of missions that top secret. But they're, they're basically, you know, they're dirty ops. They're black ops. And, and the, the he, government refuses to recognize. To recognize and acknowledge and, you know, pay the proper due to their families. Mm-hmm. And so having to go through this injustice for so long decides to steal these rockets, steal this VX gas. Mm-hmm. And he's going to hold tourists on uh, Alcatraz Island. Prisoner, sure, uh, hold perfectly hostage. reasonable, yeah, and uh, <laughs> threatens to fire these rockets on San Francisco Bay if the government doesn't pay up money to these people's families mm-hmm. uh, and also some money to him so he can pay his team of mercenaries. That's right, one million each. Uh, and that's when Stanley Goodspeed, yeah, gets called in, played by uh, Nicholas Cage. Cage, crazy-eyed Nick Cage. He's this. Uh, he's an FBI agent. Is he an FBI agent? Uh, he does work for the FBI. Yeah, he yes. works for the FBI. He, he is an FBI agent. agent. He's a chemical weapons expert. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they bring him in with a SEAL team led by Michael Bane, who you know from Aliens. Mm. Uh, I believe it's pronounced Bean. Is it Bean? Michael Bean, Dude, I don't know. From uh, Terminator, the original. You know, It doesn't matter. Uh, if you've got a name like that <laughs> and it's ambiguous, like it looks so ambiguous you're like, what? It looks like Biehn. Biehn. Yeah. Can we just go with that instead? Michael Biehn. So I'm going to just call him Mike. All right, let's do that. So Mike is... Is like, that Mike Lowry? Mikey B. Mike Lowry. Mike Lowry, another Michael Bay movie. Yeah. Um, so it's his SEAL team, and then they call in Sean Connery, who plays uh, Patrick Mason. Mason. Um, who is a former uh, inmate at Alcatraz, who actually escaped, was caught by the U.S. government, and then locked away, mm-hmm. uh, and they threw away the key. And now the uh, FBI director, James Womack, yeah. um, and the old man from Magnolia... Uh, <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Agreed to uh, <laughs> to get him out of uh, out of out of prison. Wait, are you talking about? Uh, you're not talking about Albert Finney, are you? It's not Albert. It's not Albert Finney. No, no. You are talking about the president? Yeah, no, I'm not you're talking about, about a the William Forsythe. The, no, the old man. They have the scene. He's like, he's uh, He's my age. For God's sake, I have to get up three times a night to oh, take a piss. That guy. That guy. Man, what is that guy's
0: name? Dude,
1: who cares? There's man? so many famous people in this. There are. Look, a you got lot the of, Candyman. You've got Bukim, that's Bokemwood Mine. Oh, Tony, Tony, Todd, Tony yeah, Todd. that's right. Gregory At, Schneider. Who's the guy? Yeah, William Forsyth. William Forsyth. Uh, Forsyth David Morse. David Morse, who uh, you might remember from the... Uh, what was he in? He was in one of those Stephen King well, let's shorts. Let's find out. Oh, yeah, he was. What and was he was he also was? in... Oh, Green t- Mile. ...12 Monkeys. That's what I'm thinking of. Uh, oh, he is in 12 Monkeys. Yeah, uh, Nicely yeah.
0: done. And then John Spencer, West Wing fame. Uh-huh. Playing the aforementioned FBI director. Womack.
1: Mm-hmm. That's great. Womack. Womack. Whoa, whoa, Womack. Whoa, Womack. <laughs> so fucking dumb. Rest in peace. Uh, <laughs> rest in peace who? He's, he's dead. Did he pass away? No, he passed away like a good decade ago. Yeah, oh. Shortly after the West Wing uh, went off the air. <laughs> Shortly after the West Wing died, <laughs> he lost all purpose
0: to live. Aww. Aww. Speaking of oh, West Wing, uh, did you know that Aaron Sorkin was an uncredited
1: writer on this film? On, on the, the Rock? Rock? Mm-hmm. Um, as well as Quentin Tarantino. I guess I should have known. Oh, really? Because, you know, that one scene where they all take their football jerseys and they lay them down on the table kind of Rudy style. Yeah, they do, don't they? Yeah, (laughs) They they don't do that in this movie. But that's something that Sorkin has taken to every fucking TV show that he's worked on. Mm -hmm. Uh, I did not know that Aaron Sorkin did a writing job on this. Nor did uh, I. Tarantino. Tarantino. A lot of uncredited writers. I could see some Tarantino. I could see some of the dialogue.
0: (laughs) I want to say that uh, uh,
1: by Zeus's butthole or whatever it is. The the, uh, the name of Zeus's butthole. Yeah, it seems like an ad-lib line. Did it seem to you like this movie was like, Michael Bay's audition for Armageddon. <laughs> you, you had mentioned that this, and uh, a lot of uh, visual uh, symmetry between these two films. Not just visual symmetry, but like story symmetry. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. this movie is basically Armageddon. Yeah, beta. But like on a smaller scale. Yeah, beta, like, beta, beta to, to the point where we have like planes coming out of hangars and uh, you mentioned you're like so many flags. lots of so American many flags. flags. And like the, the pondering like presidential monologue yes. before he makes the call. What have I done? Is it the same guy playing the president? It is Both the same movies. guy playing the president so from Armageddon. So could we posit that The Rock and Armageddon take place in the same universe? Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. The Bay universe. That's the The, the, the bay, Bayverse? The Bayverse. <laughs> Sitting on the dock of the Bay.
0: <laughs> the San Francisco Bay.
1: Oh. Hey,
0: look at that. So many Bays. Yeah, in but down to, down to San Francisco Bay.
1: <laughs> I like that song. I just don't know the lyrics, obviously. Uh, um, all right. So this movie is gorgeous to look at. Of course. It's a Michael Bay movie. You could talk about everything you want about Michael Bay about how he can't fucking he can't structure a story to save his life, and he can't Uh, when When he, he gets involved in the writing of a film. Uh, he's fucking horrible. Has he been involved in oh, the yeah. Writing Oh, film? yeah, 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 yeah. With what? the Transformers movies. Oh. He's always like getting in the writing room and ch- making changes and shit. Oh, is he? Oh, that yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, you always hear uh, when you read the notes of all of his films where it's like, much
0: of the dialogue was ad libbed. They what? said that about this. Much of Nicolas Cage's dialogue was ad libbed. Uh huh. It's like, yeah, I, 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 that, I feel like that lends itself to the, his style of directing. His,
1: his genius dialogue where he's <laughs> having sex with Vanessa, what's her name? Oh, yeah. And, uh, and he's talking about like. Strawberry peach persuasion. I'm like, what the fuck is he even <laughs> talking about talking right about? now? Um, uncomfortable too.
0: It, it, it is a little uncomfortable. It's more so because that chick looks like she could be his daughter
1: uh-huh. from General Hospital.
0: That's where uh, I know, know her from.
1: Oh, I didn't know her from anything. Oh yeah, I me mean neither. I, mean, I never I've saw never her. her, in, her before. I never saw her in anything before, and I haven't seen her in anything since. Oh, she was in. Uh, she's done some TV. Yeah, if you watch. It's understandable. If you watch the Wee Network. She's pretty
0: fucking horrible. Uh, no. no. She's kind of horrible in this movie. I was going to say she's great in the soap opera, but soap operas don't really require No. She was certainly the top of her class on General Hospital. Oh, well, there, there you go. But uh, yeah, in film, she's kind of forgettable. But Michael Bay, not very good at casting slash directing women. We even said that about T. Leone from Bad Boys. Like she, she... I thought Liv Tyler did really good in Armageddon. I thought she did a great job. That's true. Yeah. yeah she so... transcended that. Yeah. A well, oh, b- better script, though. That's true. And and she's kind of playing the the version 2.0 character in Armageddon that of, uh, of what yeah, Vanessa what's Carla? It's
1: mm-hmm. it, it, seriously like the beats with Carla are almost exactly the same. Yeah. Like they have the whole bit where like Nick Cage has to go in and like you cut to her reactions and it's almost like Liv Tyler where it's like, "Oh no, mm-hmm. but he can't." Oh gosh. She's a hand on the TV screen
0: away from, <laughs> from being From being Liv Tyler. Yeah.
1: Vanessa Marcel Marcel. Yeah. Marcille? Marcille. yeah. Marcel Marceau, um, gorgeous, gorgeous. Oh yeah, she's easy just, on the eyes. She just did not do much for me in the uh, in the way of acting. Oh yeah, I'm looking at her. She was on the show Las Vegas. Great. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's. Uh, I nope. <laughs> I'm <haven't laughs> looking at her her uh, yeah. her filmography. Okay, well, hard to hard to stand up for that. Yeah, but it is not
0: bad, serviceable. Again, like a Michael Bay film. There were some. He never really has strong heroines. He doesn't because he's too busy well, objectifying the women. In what his about films. what about on the island in the movie The Island? ScarJo, but even you go back and uh, so think about the ScarJo we know now, badass, uh-huh. ass kicking ScarJo who yeah. doesn't take no shit from no one. She's a Strong female character. And then you go back and watch the island. She's just ever the damsel in distress. Yeah, Waiting you're right, for right Ewan about McGregor. that. McGregor, you're right about that. And and. Not to do much away about the plot of that but you know they're all being cloned right spoiler alert she's a clone damn it and she's a clone of like like her actual you know uh Scarjo Prime uh-huh. is uh is But it- prime <laughs> isn't she she's like a, she's like an actress right like she's sure. playing the part of a, a yeah. rich
1: spoiled actress Sure yeah I think so Okay Coming soon to an episode of The Editing yeah. Bay Was this like The Editing Michael Bay This was like the genesis of Nicolas Cage action hero wasn't it Uh well it, it, it's certainly a land of confusion I'll, I'll give you tell, that. Tell me why this is <laughs> a land of confusion.
0: There's a, there's a stretch there.
1: Well, no, this was like this was his first like big action film. I mean, unless you count uh, Raising Arizona. No, no, there was <laughs> not really. I there's don't an count. That. Scene in that. No, but um, you know, from here, didn't we did the did Conair come before this or after? Uh I do
0: believe Con Air followed on the heels of The Rock. But I could be wrong. Let's find out. Let's go to tape. Okay, because there was this, there was, there was Con Air. 1997, the year afterwards. And then Face Off.
1: So I think you're right. Oh, my God. That was definitely like 98 or so. Look at him, man. Con Air is so funny just because like they, they did him up, they muscled him up. In fact, when I first saw a trailer for Con Air, mm-hmm. I thought it was a joke because it looks Nick like Cage was all jacked up with his long locks and I'm like what the fuck is going on oiled up greasy glistening in the sun saw it and I was like what the fuck is this movie about cuz like the character they made him yeah. it was like they they took this Jack dude but put like the mind of Forrest Gump in him it yeah. was like listening to a Forrest Gump action with the movie. accent too yeah, yeah. there's got a tube of toothpaste got to go get my daughter I, why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box <laughs> like really what the fuck is up with this?
0: Life is like an airplane full of cons. <laughs> Don't know if you'll
1: get shivved or not. The reason I grew out my hair is because I thought it was about a hair dryer. <laughs> I didn't they know. Con, was good. Con con hair, hair yeah. They make hair dryers. <laughs>
0: oh, that's the greatest. See, you are funny, Joe. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> when you when you do it like that, it you doesn't feel a condescending You are
1: you are pretty, Joe. You are pretty. Um. All right. So the Rock. Uh, pretty to look at. It's gorgeous. Pretty. It's pretty to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think this is probably the last. I guess I'll say good Sean Connery movie. Uh, I will say that, and
0: he would also say that. He said that was his favorite film that he released of the nineties. Really? Yeah. Just inching out the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I know. Right? Couldn't even finish that sentence without God laughing.
1: God, that that movie was a mess. He could kind of go out with a whimper. Yeah, but I'm trying to think. Like he didn't do anything good after that. Well, let's find out. But didn't he do the the Avengers came after the Rock, didn't it? Oh god, I think you're right. Yeah. We played the villain. That was that was the end. That was the beginning of the end for Sean Connery, I Aww. think. That is a shame, dude, because that guy is still like he's still with us. But yeah. he hasn't done anything. He's officially retired. Yeah. He wants to get out of the game. There's the Rock and then did, did I guess the Avengers came after? <laughs> Cut this part out, Jeff. Cut this part out. Okay, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, That's, Finding Forrester. Gee, doesn't, oh, You're the that. man now, dog. I guess Entrapment wasn't bad. Uh, it wasn't his best. No. The, yeah, the Avengers yeah. came right after The Rock. 98, look at so that. So The Rock... Oh, Dra- and of course, Dragonheart. First Night? Dude, I like First Night. <sighs> and I am not a fan of, of being uh, a, any a, King Arthur film. Being a fan of the King Arthur legend, mm-hmm. uh, I had issues with it just because it didn't match up with the books. Like... There was nothing about that story that matched up with the actual Arthurian legend. Yeah, and true. So it kind of pissed me off a little bit. Also, Richard Gere is not who I would have picked <laughs> wasn't to be Lance lot Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't really feeling that. Yeah, and then they had the flavor of the month. What was her name? Um, oh, yeah, Marion Cotillard. No, 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 it wasn't her. But it was the chick from from Braveheart. Yeah, no, it wasn't. No, I it, it was, was uh, uh Ormond uh, uh, Julia Ormond Julia Ormond. So okay, so so the Rock. Getting back to the Rock. Um, Welcome. It's <laughs> Welcome to the Rock. <laughs> this film, even though it's gorgeous to look at, runs like two and a half hours long. It's pretty long. And there is so much you could have cut out of this movie. Uh, uh, one what, or two of these action sequences, I think. Well, the big chase through San Francisco. Yes, unneeded. With the Humvee and the fucking, like, that didn't need to exist Doesn't in this movie. Doesn't serve the plot and really just slows it down. And that's when things are, are, are starting to pick up. Like, yeah. this is, you know, we're entering like we the second act. Like we finally meet Connery. Yeah. And that's that whole thing they talk. And he has a great intro where it's like he's in the fucking jail cell. Yeah. He's got his long hair. They got the the handcuffs and stuff. And they're talking about like James Mason or whatever Patrick Mason. <laughs> he was part of the SS and da da da. da not the SS. The SS. <laughs> That'd be awful. No. <laughs> be horrible. D- different accents. Do not do not let him out of jail. <laughs> uh. Yeah. And then like it goes to this whole thing where you've got the, the hairdresser and he escapes the hotel. That awful cliche. Yeah, yeah. and then they, he grabs mm-hmm. the Humvee and you got uh, Nick Cage in the Ferrari and they're just driving all through San Francisco Causing havoc. just so we could find out that Connery has a daughter played by Claire Forlani. Claire Forlani, who then never shows up again, right? Nope, never Which again. so weird. Never again. If you're not going to have her she show up, yeah. like, why not have her come to like the command center? Somehow they find out he has a daughter and they get her in custody yeah. and they're holding her as like you know, as their bargaining chip for him to come back. Yeah, because that's his motivation up until that point. Yes, keeping it away from the city because his right. daughter's there, so she'll never know. Instead of having fucking Nick Cage's fucking wife there, mm. which serves no purpose, have Claire Ferlani hanging out. I agree, and then some cool thing where like Nick Cage helps her get away, so that way she and Mason can be together, and he can go to fucking Fort Fort Knox, Kansas, or whatever the <laughs> hell he's in <laughs> yeah. Fort Wayne. Yeah.
0: I would argue a better actress, too, than the woman who played Carla. Uh, I absolutely
1: agree. I'd like to see her and Nick Cage paired up. Uh, uh, Actually, I, I... You were talking about how that one girl, she looked like she was Nick Cage's daughter. Like, Claire Fulani would have been no different. That's true. But that blonde that Claire Fulani was running around with... Hey. Man. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: I only have eyes for my wife. <laughs> I love you, baby, if you're and, listening. And penis.
1: I, live, <laughs> I only have a penis for, for my wife. My wife. My wife. Uh, so we could have taken that out. We could have taken out. I think that whole bit in the fucking chem lab where we are introduced to the Nick Cage at character. the very beginning. Yeah, yeah, we didn't need that. All that did was introduce the 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 needle. That it he shows would have that to he stab. knows his stuff.
0: It's the needle, but he never
1: has to defuse an active bomb. In this movie, he never has to stop
0: a ticking Joe, clock. I've had a lifetime's full of bomb-defusing scenes. I'd be fine dying and never seeing, never another, seeing another bomb. One. Because, one, I don't Who think that's how they actually work. one
1: five minutes into the movie, too? <laughs> Like, the movie's only five, ten minutes in, and we give it... No one thinks it's going to go off. Like, no one thinks this guy's going to die. So no one's stressed or, like, on the edge of their seat. And who's the engineering genius who was able to conduct... Like, they
0: created a doll that has sarin gas in it, but also contains, like, enough C4 to blow... That's overkill. Literally overkill. Like, build one or the other. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I agree. Be sarin gas, or be a bomb, or be. Or nothing. just don't put this fucking scene in the movie. Yeah, uh, we, we didn't need it. We, I know, but it's setting him up as an expert, and that's that's the best way to do it, right? Showing instead of telling. Yeah,
1: mm. but yeah, there had to there has to be a better way. Also, and,
0: also, they had to spell out like what this gas does. Yeah, this, these little green orbs.
1: But I mean, they still could have explained it. Like they could have explained what the, the they they do. They fucking explain what sarin gas is like four later. times in this movie. Yeah, Nicolas where he's Cage. Like, a teaspoon of this shit on the ground it's lethal up to about hundred feet. I, a teaspoon of this shit in the air, eight blocks. And you got the one smarmy guy. It's like in every Michael Bay movie, there's also some smarmy guy in a like. Michael Bay must hate dudes in suits and glasses because <laughs> he's always got one asshole in a suit and glasses. He's yeah. like sixty-seven. That's it. That's all. It's gonna die. That's not so bad. Thousand. Thousand. 67. Thousand Mm. people dead I have horrible teeth (laughs) <laughs> that guy had the worst fucking teeth. I can't say anything. I've got some coffee stains on no, a rocking red. Right no, no, now. no. His were like crooked. His were growing sideways. I do. <laughs> Jeez, snaggles he's snaggle. He's got two sets of them. Yes, he does. Like a shark, like a fucking alien. I
0: did enjoy the a scene.
1: Xenomorph. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did enjoy the scene though where where uh, you know, Sh- Sean Connery's the badass the entire time bringing Nick Cage through and he's Nick, Nick Cage is kind of the bumbling fool. Uh-huh. And then when it comes time they find that they're disarming the uh the rockets, yeah, and Nick Cage is kind of explaining to him what he's doing. Be, be very careful. <laughs> he's like, do, don't do not, not move. move that. <laughs> like Sean Connery's like, step away
1: from the rocket. Yeah, yeah, you must never hesitate.
0: But you know, Sean Connery, like I, I always just assume that he hates being on set and hates the people he's working. You with. You think so? He's got a reputation mm-hmm. for being a bit of a diva, but apparently, um, he once he found out that Nick Cage was was in this, he signed on. He wanted to be in a mil in a film in a milf. In a <laughs> with, with, with Nick the, Cage. With Nick Cage. Well, this is
1: fresh off of leaving Las Vegas.
0: Yeah. Oh, you're right. It must so have been Oscar nominated,
1: Oscar nominated, Oscar winner, Nick Cage. That's right. In this movie, That's and so knew. Did. Connery's like, oh yes, I'll be in this. <laughs> I mean, let's not sit here and think that Connery is like this totally picky fucking actor. Like, we did talk about Highlander not long ago. (laughs) Where he plays uh, Juan Villalobos
0: Villalobos Ramos,
1: Juan Juan Sanchez Villalobos Ramirez. That's what it was. No, good memory. Nice pull. Well, I've watched it about 20 million times. I like that movie, but it's not exactly the most quality flick. Check out our Highlander episode from uh, about a year ago. Favorite Connery movie. I enjoyed that one.
0: Uh, Well, I mean... The one that pops to mind is uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. They're
1: showing that for Father's Day next week. I saw that at the Alamo. I really want to go.
0: Hard to call that a Connery
1: film, though, because it's so many other things, right? I mean, he's in it. Um, Gosh, Connery film. But but if it's not, you know what, though? If Connery isn't in that movie, like, he helps make that fucking movie. Like, think of anybody else. Who else could have played that role? And you'd have been like, oh, that would have been just as good. Still talking about Highlander. Still talking, talking about, talking about Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's a. hmm, uh, Let's see, early nineties. for blasphemy. Who would have?
1: uh, I don't know. Nicholson Jones's father. that's for blasphemy. Nick Nolte.
0: That's for blasphemy.
1: <laughs> We've seen Nick Nolte play a father in that Hulk fucking movie that
0: Ang Lee made. I guess that's what I'm thinking of, where he turns into a giant blob monster at the end. Yes,
1: yes. For no
0: fucking reason. No reason at all. Uh, let's see. Best Sean Connery movie. Oh. Robin oh, Hood, that's right. Prince he was in Robin Thieves. Hood, Prince of the. Dude, he was in oh, one scene in that dude, movie. There you go. Hunt for Red October. Yeah, yeah. Where I he played that film. a
1: Scottish Russian. <laughs> <laughs> I love what they
0: what they do in that scene where they uh, where they, they realize that they're not going to be able to get away with him speaking Russian and <laughs> subtitles the entire film. You remember what I'm talking about? They do that. Yeah. They zoom in on his lips as he's talking to somebody on the phone, and, and then speaking it turns Russian, into like an English, and then they pull back that's what they, out. of Didn't it the they rest do something
1: like that with Valkyrie, uh, the Tom Cruise movie Valkyrie? Never saw it. Oh. I didn't see it either, but I thought that's I heard something like that happen. A smart with that. way to do it. Uh, no, Indiana Jones: the Last Crusade for me, man. What's your? That's your favorite as I well. I think that's my favorite. You that that movie. That movie speaks fucking volumes to me. Oh well, Doctor No. Oh yeah, going, to, going to classic James Bond. Or and you just scrolled up, or The Untouchables. <laughs> he was fucking oh, amazing right. in The Untouchables. They bring a knife. You bring a gun. <laughs> they put one of ours in the hospital. We, we put, put one two of theirs in the, in the morgue. morgue. Yeah, so there, there's plenty that they could have taken on this movie. I mean. It takes them so long just to get on the fucking island. The movie's that's called right. The Rock, mm-hmm. and it takes them so long just to get to that fucking point. For the most part, I mean, you've got a pretty competent action film Dude, that's going on in it's this. it's a really
0: solid film. Yeah. I, I'd forgotten how much... Like, it's easy to dismiss it as just like a typical Michael Bay, just action film, but like I've seen... <laughs> thanks to you and this podcast, <laughs> I've seen a lot of shitty paint-by-numbers action films. Yeah. Uh, and this is, while it can still be accused of being paint-by-numbers... Just executes well on every level. Yeah. I mean, it's got good acting. The action scenes are great. It's shot beautifully. The fucking soundtrack. The, the, score, the score is not half bad. So good. got a
1: little Hans Zimmer uh,
0: score there yeah. going on.
1: Who is it that's doing it with him? Is it Trevor Rabin? Uh whoever's like, like it. Whoever's like the guitar composers, like in every fucking Michael Bay movie, now we get that. <laughs> yes. He loves it. Yeah. he, he combined. And, But the thing is, it's the, the first time I ever heard shit like that was with Michael Bay movies. Um well, I, I guess, you know what? Not just Michael Bay, because I think they did that in Crimson Tide, too. I think that might be a... Uh, it's a Hans Zimmer a harm, thing. Because well, uh, he did a, Crimson Tide A as well. Simpson-Bruckheimer kind of thing.
0: Now, that is also true. Yeah. yeah. But, he, but Michael Bay's films, even to this day, like you mentioned, Trevor Rabin, he
1: still kind of has that big big synth and, uh-huh. and bass hits. I mean, and... we talked about Armageddon, and yep. it had like the orchestra, but then we also had that some electric bway- guitar. Bway- 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 mm-hmm. I liked Armageddon, man. I liked these two. I like The Rock. What's I better, like The Rock or Armageddon? Dude, Armageddon. I think so, too. Armageddon's a little bit better. It, it kind of gets me a little bit. But, I, you know, I still, to this day, when I watch it, and there's that scene between Harry and his daughter yeah. where he's like, uh, I got to go now, baby. You know, like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be... I had to break my promise. You and know, I if, start getting choked up still. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, I wow. agree, but I think there are a few more
0: cringeworthy scenes in Armageddon compared to this film. I don't really think that there's a, a version of, you know, the animal cracker scene or... Um. The uh. The crazy Russian, or or this even the Steve Bushimi character who for yeah. no reason goes crazy in that film and starts sabotaging the the. And then there's that scene with Ben Affleck where they jump the uh, the crater
1: on the asteroid with the uh, their little yeah. Moon Patrol like. That's well because I mean Armageddon was the big summer blockbuster for that year. Like well, so was this. They. Were, they. I mean I don't think they were putting as much of a. A marketing push behind the rock as they were for armageddon i mean they made fucking toys for armageddon that's true uh it, w- it had a little bigger they made fucking nestle had a deal with armageddon where they were giving <laughs> like they were doing the asteroid crunch candy bars and oh shit. really yeah Damn. so so they were doing there was a lot more going on with armageddon i think armageddon was also touchstone wasn't it was this touchstone I as think well you might be right no, no this was hollywood this was hollywood yeah. touchstone's disney and so Disney is putting a lot of fucking advertising dollars behind that movie. Well, this was Disney as well, though. I think they own, is Hollywood Pictures Disney own, as well. Yeah, oh, that's right, Hollywood Studios did. Yeah, I don't know. I always i I identify a little bit more with our. Maybe I'm biased because I did work on it. Oh, but, that's
0: right. That's right. Yeah, you're in it.
1: I I, I like Armageddon. <laughs> Listen to our Armageddon episode from a couple of summers ago, where we had a guest star Matt Doden. That's right, Arma-Dodan. Special Guest, Armageddon. But with with the Rock, I don't get that emotional attachment. Like there there never no. is a point in that movie where I'm like like I get a little choked up. I'm like, okay.
0: And the stakes aren't nearly as. I mean, you know, like sure we're losing San Francisco, but uh, yeah. yeah, what what are we out? Some Ghirardelli chocolate. The, and... the, the radical right would be happy about that. <laughs> yeah, they would. Dude, be. if
1: this fucking movie was made now with like Trump as the president, yeah, he'd be like. Oh well, <laughs> I love that documentary, The Rock. The ro- <laughs> documentary, <laughs> you know, I like to look at what, what what Ed Harris did in that, and I I think we could do it better. Yeah, we could do a better we just deal. A bigger wall. <laughs> a bigger wall. Should just build a wall you around the sh- rock. Can't shoot a rock, the rocket. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. The rockets. <laughs> uh, okay, so funny little trivia about this movie. Yeah. Uh, well, Speaking of the score, movie. right? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So I played this for you beforehand. Let's hear it. Um, there, around the same time, there was a game that came out called Final Fantasy VIII. Hmm, never heard of it. <laughs> Nobuo, Nobuo Umetsu. I, I'm probably butchering that. No, that, that he, he's sounds the right. um, the composer for the music on mm-hmm. it. And maybe about two three months before the game was released, mm-hmm. uh, in an issue I think of EGM, Electronic Gaming Monthly. Yeah, when you would get, they would give you like demo discs where you could try out games early. Oh yeah. And so one of those discs. Had a demo for Final Fantasy. So this 8. was a PlayStation Two. Yeah, it was game? a PlayStation One. No, it was PlayStation Two. Okay. No, it was PlayStation One. I get bit confused. Was. It was there's PlayStation so many... One
0: for, for a game with the name Final in it. There's sure are
1: a fuckload <laughs> of sequels. A lot. There's a lot. Uh, so no, it was PlayStation One. Uh, and so you got this demo, and it was all this part in this game. It was probably about. It's probably about you're like a third of the way into the actual game, but mm. it's when your characters are kind of storming this beach. And it's fucking great. But they had this song on there called The Landing. Mm -hmm. And they ended up having to take this song out of the game, out of the final release of the game. It turns out that they... um, were inspired <laughs> they, by they were inspired by Hans Zimmer's soundtrack in the the part of the movie in The Rock where Hummel's taking the rockets and the VX gas there's this score that goes that's exactly how this Final Fantasy music goes too mm-hmm. and so yeah the, um, I guess Hollywood Pictures uh, brought a case against uh, Square and won and so Square had to take the fucking music out uh, interestingly enough though that like uh, maybe half a decade, a decade later, mm-hmm. that Square and Disney would team up and do Kingdom Hearts. That's
0: right. Yeah. People love those games. They're really fucking good, And man. those Final Fantasy games are always known for this score. So so you've heard both pieces. Then. Yes. What,
1: do you think it's just a coincidence? No. No, no, no. no, no, no. I think it's, it's so similar mm-hmm. that it's like, hmm. Even like, because I would get it if it was like, like if it was just the vanilla ice no, I would just it's just a little too uncanny that you would get the same time signature. Yeah, but when you think
0: about like there's only so many notes and there's only so many ways you can combine them and rhythms. Tell that to David Bowie.
1: yeah, all right. Touche. Tell that to David Bowie, because that's a guy who for fucking what, five decades was creating new music. All right. There you go. Fair enough. Well I tell you what, listeners, uh, you
0: be the judge. We'll post uh, links to, to both of those pieces of music. Yeah. And you can listen and uh,
1: and see what yourself. That'll be fun. But no, getting back to what we were talking about, uh, I like this flick. I like this movie. And this is one of those movies that I thought we were going to go back to, and I was going to really tear it apart. That like there was it doesn't be, hold up. Yeah, that it doesn't hold up. And it does. It really does. It's really, like, it's a good-looking movie The the actors are... Looks so good, like everybody. Ed Harris,
0: just steely eyed. Yeah,
1: man, I would. Uh... He, <laughs> I'd go San Francisco Bay for him. Wow, mm-hmm. well, there you go. Uh, I liked, I liked his character. I'd like to be welcome <laughs> to his rock. If you know what I'm saying. Good God. <laughs> Settle down there, Nancy. Sorry. <laughs> um, so say so no. He he plays a he plays a decent character. He plays a redeemable character, which is great. I did enjoy that, but they just didn't have like a cliche villain who yeah. wants who was in it for money. I do still appreciate though that when he has his scene with Connery, which almost felt like it was like. Okay, this is going to be our heat scene, right? You know, De Niro yeah. and Chino finally in the cafe. We're going to have Ed Harris and Connery finally, sh- you know, their showdown in this movie, and it wasn't bad. Mm. Um, but but I love how Connery like just he's like, I think you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. But, like just doing this, he's like, I understand what you're saying, I understand what you're doing, and even Michael Bean has that same bit when they're in the showers, yeah, where he's like, Look, I agree with you, but this is not the fucking way to do it. That's a
0: great scene, by the way.
1: It's so good. It's so well staged.
0: Yeah, I think so too. And both sides are making uh, pretty convincing cases. Yeah, and uh, again, it kind of elevates it from just being, uh, you know, this mustache twirling as you like to say villain to where um, he he even tries to stop it from happening. It's like Uh I don't want no lives need to be lost today. Mm -hmm. And then when it breaks down, you actually kind of feel bad
1: for. For, for Ed everybody, Harris. I feel at at some point in this movie, you do start feeling bad for Ed Harris. He's not even really the villain; like he doesn't even live no. to the end of this. Film. He doesn't live long enough to see himself be- <laughs> become a the villain. The redeemed hero villain. Yeah, um, I get what he's fighting for. I understand. Like as an, I feel conflicted as an audience member. Mm-hmm. I feel conflicted because I'm like, well, I get what he's doing, and he's right, but at the same time, his methods. Are fucking wrong. Like it's 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 very wrong. True, but uh, still he's doing it for the greater good. Yep, the greater good. But he ended up bringing on some real grade A assholes <laughs> yes. into the mix, like Candyman, Candyman, and like some the, this dude. I've only seen him as an extra in like other movies. The the only other movie I could really tell you where I recognize him from is True Romance. And he's yeah, like, the guy who's like the meanest of the mercenaries. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in this film. The, in this film, he's the meanest of the mercenaries. Uh, in True Romance, like, it, Christian Slater goes to get something to eat while James Gandolfini's beating up Patricia Arquette. Yeah. And, like, this dude's reading a magazine that has, like, Elvis on it. And Christian Slater strikes up a conversation with him. And the dude's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's, like, it. That's the only <laughs> other fucking movie I've ever seen this yeah, guy. I forgot he was in that. Uh, and he's got this weird, like... Cartoony fucking doing? You
0: know he looks like he looks like one of the characters from. He looks like Flat Top from the Dick Tracy film.
1: Yes. from the eighties with uh, Warren Beatty. Coming soon to an episode of The Editing Bay. By the way, I love the way that they're like, they're antagonizing Hummel though. Mm-hmm, throughout yeah. this, him and, and Tony Todd are just antagonizing him. They're like, three minutes to go, sir. Just letting you know, three minutes to go. <laughs> if you want to, you know, get these rockets ready. I lo- We're cock locked, ready to rock.
0: I love the way uh, Tony Todd Candyman goes out. By the way, because he's one of the last few mercenaries who's now turned on that. I don't listen that to that soft shit. <laughs> <laughs> Standing right in front of the rocket. You ever heard a rocket man?
1: <laughs> let's let's talk about music. Uh <laughs> it turns into? Mark Wahlberg. Hey, let's let's talk about music. <laughs> Do you like music? That is weird. That kind
0: of uh, character um, trait that they tried to give Nick Cage, where he's all. Well, about, when they introduced him at the beginning, he's and it he's comes ordered, across so artificial. It's very forced. Oh, I, I ordered this bottle. Well,
1: I'm a Beatle Maniac.
0: They sound... Vinyl sounds so much better than CDs. <laughs> I fucking hate those assholes, by pay, the way. I paid $300 Apologies for... Apologies to our audience if you're one of those assholes. Carla
1: would never let me pay $300 but for the But you really shouldn't be one of those assholes. She shouldn't. You should pay $13 for the CD, yeah. man. Or digital. Well, one. I'm a Beatle Maniac. Uh-huh. No one fucking says that. No, no one said Sarah loves the Beatles. Sarah has never said, I'm a Beatle
0: maniac. Also ironic because Nicolas Cage is, is a self-proclaimed and widely known Elvis fan. Elvis
1: fan. So yeah. much so. He was a flying Elvis. And he married... Uh, <laughs> he married... The king's daughter. Right. right after Michael Jackson was done with her. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Is he still married to her? Uh, Michael Jackson? No. no pretty, pretty sure. No. No. Is Nick Cage still married? <laughs> no. That That didn't last long at all. Okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So that guy can't keep a fucking relationship to save his life. Well, is it
0: him or is it her? Because she's the one who's going through celebrities like a... Uh... Is
1: it... Well, dude, who's the crazy one? Who's the foolish? The Who follows? Who
0: marries Nicolas Cage?
1: Um, well, well, it, a flimsy story. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think ever they would put someone like Stanley Goodspeed. You talk about, like, his, his level of expertise. Yeah. They would never send him out in the fucking field. You can't even hold a gun. No. He would be too much of a liability. Everybody would see he's too much of a but fucking liability. But Joe, who's going to defuse the bombs? He, they would put him on a fucking, on a on a mic with their best bomb expert. This I'm sure SEAL team whatever has a bomb expert, <laughs> and they would have him tied in now, immediately now, with Stanley Kubrick Now, you do plan to have bomb experts <laughs> in this bomb movie. In your bomb movie. <laughs> you, do, uh, Hello? Uh, Hello? you do intend to have geologists <laughs> in your uh, rock movie, right? That, that is one big pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I wish fucking Jeff Goldblum was in this uh, movie. Yeah. He's, he's tenacious, be General. <laughs> oh my god! This is my recast right there? Uh, 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 Hummel from Alcatraz. <laughs> uh, Out. St- stand down, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! So yeah,
0: uh, do you have any other notes about about this movie? Uh, well, you, you talked about action scenes, superfluous action scenes, and one that uh, I'd be remiss not to mention is uh, coming coming into the third act. Where all of a sudden this film turns into, speaking of Indiana Jones, it turns into Temple of Doom, where they're on the like little... The cart? The cart? The mine cart? The mi- a mine.
1: <laughs> and they call it a mine. <laughs> Do you think they have mine carts in Alcatraz? On Alcatraz, like, <laughs> on Alcatraz
0: Island? You know, I, I was, I had that same thought, and then I was like, this is the, the idea of some clever screenwriter who did some Googling, or whatever they did before Google, to research, to see... Like, <laughs> Encyclopedias. Oh, what's, what's around Alcatraz? Library is <laughs> what they did, Joel. <laughs> what can we... Microfiche. Microfiche. What can we use uh, as a set piece? So I'm, I'm sure that there is some uh, validity to, to these, these little mine shafts, uh-huh. these carts, um, but, but still
1: to build an entire action scene around it. <laughs> around that. And that's when they killed Dr. What's-His-Name from Scrubs. Yeah, oh no, it's I know. So, it's so weird seeing him in funny. this movie. I'm like, what? I was like, this guy did other things other than uh, <laughs> comedies? Other than scrubs and office, office space? space. <laughs> like, I just can't buy him as like some badass. I know. Uh, and I love the way he goes out. Like, a fire comes up a rope, and he just sits and watches. He's like, ah! And I'm like, wait, <laughs> if you're a trained fucking soldier, yeah. I kind of feel like you'd, you'd know how to handle he your gotten feet out of getting that caught situation. on fire. Like, mm-hmm. you would calmly be like, okay, let me pat this down. Mm-hmm. Not like run fucking panicking and, like, fall off a fucking ledge. And honestly, it didn't fall that far. Yeah. Should have been able to survive, right? Kind of... I kind of figure, like, maybe there's a post-credit sequence that should have been it comes up. in the movie where, like... He's in the he's sequel. Just, he's just hanging out and he's like, hello! <laughs> 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 that or... He was down there when the fucking rocket hit. That the plane, oh, the plane fired, and like boom, he ends up getting buried. Uh, like he's just about we to climb see him. But out. Yeah, um, it's just a flesh wound. He's like fucking Will Ferrell I'm and not, Austin Powers. I'm not dead yet. I'm
0: okay. <laughs> hey, was Jim Caviezel in this movie? You said that like uh, one of the fighter pilots uh-huh, at the end. Yeah. It's hard to tell because the lower half of his face was obscured. Is
1: it in? Is it on? i I'm Let's the find IMDb? out. Let's find out. Jim Caviezel. I don't know whether to look through this. I would just look up his name. Yeah. And go down to 1997. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, he was Jesus yeah. Christ. The Rock! No shit. Boom! A
0: rear F 18 pilot. Holy shit. James Caviezel. How about that, man? Nicely done. Good eye. Thank it you was, very much. It was his eyes that you recognized. <laughs> it was right? his eyes, yes. His, the eyes, in of, his the eyes, eyes of Jesus. <laughs> I see Jesus in your <laughs> you don't, eyes. You don't fly you that Don't mistake the eyes. eyes of Jesus Christ. Blow up the rock in your <laughs> eyes. Alcatraz. we <We're>
1: Stanley Goodspeed. <laughs>
0: Good speed, Godspeed, God spell. God spell. <laughs> I know one thing. Glockenspiel. You never went to any counter-terrorist school. That's right.
1: So try not to get us fucking killed. I, I like seeing Sean Connery curse. I like it, too. I didn't realize uh, it. Uh, but it does feel like they forced a lot of fucking F-bombs in his mouth.
0: And, and not like, only his. Not
1: natural. There's a lot of cursing right off the bat. Like yeah. It's almost like they wanted to send the message. Like, hey, earmuffs, kiddies. This because, ain't for kids, man. Yeah. This 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 movie about a fucking a, a rogue army or marine general taking people hostage yes. and putting fucking sarin gas Threatening in the them with green orbs. Whatever you might think, it's not for kids. <laughs> I don't know what they would have thought, man. Uh, this uh, this was a movie that I, I saw in the theater. Did you see this in the theater? When I did not. Out? I caught it on cable. Like ninety nine percent of
0: the population of this planet. Wow. Mm-hmm. How did this do in the theaters? Did, uh, did oh, dude, not? this no this this was a huge hit when was it came huge? out. Okay. Forty million budget. Uh, and I think it ended up making like a hundred and thirty just in the U.S., and then like over two hundred worldwide. Yeah, uh, and that was just like you know, that's uh, uh, yeah, just box office. Not to mention all the cable reruns and mm-hmm. VHS, T- TBS. I'm telling you, dude,
1: that uh, mo- this movie is forever on cable. What um. There's a lot of quotable lines for an action movie. There's a lot of quotable lines. Yeah, we talked about Zeus's butthole. What is what is your most like rec- most quotable line from this movie? Besides Welcome to the Rock. <laughs> yeah. Besides
0: Welcome to the Rock. The the line that exists only so that they can put it in the trailer and in TV commercials. Uh huh. Oh, okay. I I did give a little chuckle. Yeah. I know you didn't like Carla. I didn't like Carla. Uh. But uh, they do have a cutaway scene, and she says it with such sincerity. You know when they're it's the scene when uh, Sean Connery and and uh, and, and uh, Nick Cage. They're, they're, they have to scuba dive, right? They have to use these little. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah! These like little, little sea dudes, the underwater sea. They are underwater sea dudes. They're like uh, from from uh, Force of Awa- not Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. Uh, what's the first? Phantom Menace. Oh, the uh, the little should uh, so take a bongo. <laughs> they go through the planet core. Through the planet core. Uh, and and she said she just she has this exasperated look on her face because it's all kind of hitting her, and she's like, he doesn't even know how to scuba dive. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was that's, that's maybe not my favorite that's, line. That's funny. I'm reaching a bit. That's 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 funny. One it's of my cute. favorite moments of hers. It's cute. What about you?
1: Uh I really like the moment between Stanley and Mason where oh. he's like, you know, your best. Oh yes. Losers always whine about their best. Winners. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. That is a nice That like, Carla was the prom queen. Really? Really. That's but, a Tarantino bit. Either that, that had or to have been a Tarantino I can see bit. Sorkin writing right yeah. that one as well. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that feels Tarantino. It feels a little too Tarantino y. Uh, but, no, I like that bit. I think that bit's great. I love Connery in this movie, man. Yeah. He's, I really do. I like He looks imagine, like he's having fun. I like to imagine that this is, like, his James Bond older. Like, there, this is, it's connected. That this is, is James a theory, Bond.
0: There is and he even mentions I was I was trained by the, uh, the British military. By British intelligence. That's what it was. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I have a great time with this movie. I had a great time with it again. <laughs> I really wish I fun. could have watched it all in one go, uh, but because it's fucking two and a half hours long. Yeah. I couldn't like I had to watch a little bit here, a little bit there. Sarah's mom came over this morning to watch the baby, and like I've got this movie, and and you know they're they're pretty conservative, and so I know that she's not going to dig walking into our house, and there's like winners go home and fuck the prom queen. <laughs> yeah. So I had to turn it off and then try to catch up on it this uh, this evening after I got yes, home from work. I, I too had to watch this in installments. Yeah,
0: um, but but and and if that's the one complaint I have, you want to talk about what this movie did wrong? Uh, it is the runtime, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. a couple of
1: uh, superfluous action scenes, sure. But expect nothing less from Michael Bay. From from Michael Bay, mm-hmm. the guy. I think what was it, Transformers Two? I walked in on a Friday in in August, and I think I walked out, it was, and it was like you know a Saturday was in January, in I was September. Like, what the fuck, and like. What was it, Michael Jackson had passed away? I was like, what the fuck happened while it, I was in this movie? It does seem like... Do you think it's because he has more control
0: over his films now? And yeah, he's, it's he's, like the Judd Apatow he's thing. He's able to do his, his bad ideas and... It, it's
1: like Judd Apatow no where those movies just go on forever and nobody's fucking cutting them. Mm-hmm. Um, no, you know, I, I, uh, I will gladly recommend this movie. Uh, I think that this is... This is super fun. And what's, what's really fun about this movie is that it doesn't feel like it's just 1996. Like, there are ways where this movie's dated. Like it's a the, timeless. Like the cars and, and stuff. And the lack of cell phones. But Yeah, and the lack of cell phones. <laughs> but other than that, it does. There is kind of a timeless feel to it. I agree. That I'm like, wow, this is still good. This is still relevant today. Over 20 years old, too, which yeah. is saying something. That's uh, good on you. Good on you, Michael Bay mm-hmm. and, and cast and crew. Uh, I don't have any other notes on this. No, that's, you don't have anything. I was doing what I, what I thought I did wrong. Oh, and that was right. it. What did The Rock do right?
0: Uh, what did it do right? Uh, we, I'm sure we'll talk about specific cast members, and we have, but uh, I just think the casting overall, when you look at all the recognizable faces on here, even the little uh, side characters, so, you know, you got William Forsythe, you got, uh, uh, what did we mention? What's a guy's name? John Spencer. as Womack. What about the... Uh, Tony Todd. What about the trolley? The The trolley driver. The trolley driver. <laughs> But a lot of people... Um, who... I will hunt you down. <laughs> I love that guy.
1: You ain't safe. There's no way you can hide from me. Yeah, really good
0: cast. Maybe with the exception of uh, Carla. Carla, yeah. From General Hospital.
1: Um, I, I don't know if I could pick... And this is weird. I don't know if I can just settle on one thing. Oh. Like, I thought the production design of this movie was great. I thought that the look of this movie was fucking great. Yeah. I thought just... that the soundtrack was great. Like, just the, the, the overall production of this movie mm-hmm. is top-notch, man. It's really good quality. And really easy to make it... Look muddy and and yeah. and dull.
0: When you think about the setting, you know you're surrounded by brick and sand, and and there's explosions, and it, it would have been very easy to make this look like an ugly movie. Yeah. Um, and uh, man, Michael Bay is the master of the super low angle shot. Mm-hmm. There are so many low angle shots, and I feel like. It's almost comedic what he's doing in his films now. He's taking it to an extreme yeah. where he's like digging holes, putting the camera in, and you're looking up Mark Wahlberg's crotch, <laughs> and you're just seeing the bottom of his chin and nostril. He's like, I, he's I, I need to see your taint, Mark. I need <laughs> yes. to see your taint. Um, Get in line, man. No. I, <laughs> everybody wants to see, see my see, taint. You
1: want to see my taint? We could <laughs> we could go right now. Um, all right. So the other thing that I wanted to add to that, just as far as like, you know, just the production overall was great. Mm-hmm. The attention to continuity of, like, day to night and night to day, uh, that can't be an easy thing to do, especially on a movie like this, to kind of keep track of, like, what time is this taking place? What yeah. time is that? But I, I think they do a really good job of trying to keep everything in perspective there. Yeah, because we like, go from sunset to overnight and then... And then sunrise. Dawn And breaks. then by the time the movie's ending... Mm-hmm. It's starting. It dusk is approaching. He's got that nice shot where you see Nick Cage silhouetted,
0: and he's he's got his arm up like this, and yeah. he's, the sun is just blasting yeah. through his armpit. Yeah, beautiful.
1: Really cool. I'm not really doing it justice there's by that the, description. There's the bit where where Connery gives him that piece of paper, and we were making a joke about oh it, we're God, like how do you get over there so <laughs> fucking fast? But it's a beautifully framed shot. He it's transforms. really well done. Yeah. So yeah, that okay. So the movie, what the movie did wrong? Are you going to stick with the runtime? Runtime for me. I think the runtime is definitely uh, a large offense committed by this movie. There's no reason this movie needs to be that long. Agreed.
0: Under two hours, please. Uh, yeah.
1: I, and, and it could have been the thing that where you could point immediately to two or three examples where you're like, you could take that out, and you still have a strong film. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also feel like this movie, I think, shot itself a little bit in the foot by having a main antagonist and then about halfway through trying to make him sympathetic and then turning that onto two other guys being yeah. the main antagonist. Ed Harris
0: is, is sorely missed in the climax of this film, Taken yeah. Too Soon. I do like that tense standoff, though, where uh, everybody has their guns drawn. Oh, yeah. Speaking and of Tarantino. David Morse takes his fucking gun out. Yep. Then you think he's going to betray Ed Harris and then at the last minute takes out one of the other guys and then it's just like that last scene of Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Where everybody just each other. Exactly.
1: Boom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I kind of think that that's what this movie did wrong as well. Uh, if we were going to remake The Rock today, yeah, how would we do that? This could be remade, I think. Uh, although, like you said,
0: it stands up on its own; doesn't really need to. But if we were going to, uh, I recast five individuals. I did this. I did five as well. Individuals. Individuals. Uh, you want to start at the bottom? Sure, would love to. I did Carla. The General Hospital soap opera actress, yeah, you did, who plays
1: Nicolas Cage's wife slash baby uh, mama? Yeah, As we find out? No, yeah, they're not married. That's right. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm Catholic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, who do you go ahead? I'm sorry. No, I went with the. Uh, I went with um, equally
0: talentless. Oh, that sounds awful. Talent- She's not talentless, but uh, maybe a, a little bit of a zero in the charisma department. Uh, how about Rachel Bilson? Ah, oh. another uh, TV actress turned
1: film. Turns she's, back she's to commercial gorgeous. actress. She's a, she's a pretty girl. Yeah,
0: doesn't really look I like don't. she's A lot going on up there.
1: Yeah, when you look in her eyes. I feel, well, I mean, have you seen her her ice cream commercials? Yes, I have. <laughs> and I saw Jumper. There's the not... Jumper. Holy
0: shit, which, man! Which would have otherwise been a fine uh, um, Doug Lyman sci-fi yeah. film. Yeah. Well, with the exception of the casting, because yeah. we had Hayden Christensen. And, Little, and Big M- Annie Mace Windu and Anakin Skywalker That's right Oh oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sam Jackson's in that as well <laughs> Yeah Um, Kind of under Well no not underrated But worth a
1: watch Actually I'm gonna add that To the list right You there. should add that To the Jumper. list Jumper Coming soon to an episode Of the uh, age I went with an actress Whose initials are also RB Oh, I went with Rose Byrne As my car Oh girl. that's a great idea Yeah I, oh. Well I She's not as young I was gonna say They have to be age
0: appropriate though So does she match up With your Nick Cage recast I think so Alright we'll find I out I think so Stay tuned folks but next uh, let's go on to director Romack. FBI director Womack. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I went with Jack Nicholson I went with Jeff Bridges. Nice. <laughs> I just feel like <laughs> Both I haven't serviceable. seen Is Nicholson retired too? Is he? Uh... What's going on with him? That's a great question. I haven't let's... seen him let's in anything. Pull up his Not in, in at least 2 last years film.
0: You know what? You know what I respect And this is a morbid thought, but uh, The Cock? No. Jo- <laughs> and tame 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 the pussy. There we go. Uh, Johnny Carson Yes. you remember Johnny Carson? How I he went of out. I know him. Uh, so the original host of the Tonight Show. Uh, he retired one year um, back in the back in the nineties, actually, right? Yeah, yeah. And R- early, way early nineties. He kind of like disappeared. He like lived the rest of his years. He didn't really flaunt it. He wasn't showing up at parties and shit. Uh huh. And then one day they were just like, "Oh, hey, Johnny Carson died. You haven't seen him for ten years. He's been living his life, but uh, now he's dead." Yeah. And you were like, "What?" Uh, so I, I, I kind of like that, they, and I would respect Jack Nicholson for doing no, the same. No,
1: man, I can't have that happen. I'm not saying I want that. Why do you want Jack Nicholson to die? <laughs> Jack Nicholson. The Shining. The Shining. Uh, 2010 was his last it's film. It's been seven years. And 16 days. Oh, my God, man. Since he took his I need love to, Someone away. needs to check. Please, someone check on Jack Nicholson. Yes. Okay? because uh, he hasn't shown up at the Oscars, he hasn't done shit. Yeah, that's never good, right? No, it's never a not. Good sign. No, any day now. Okay, and so you went with Jeff Bridges with yours. Uh, I went with yeah, the dude, the dude, Jeff Bridges. He abides. Uh, next I have Hummel. We've got Francis Ed X. Hummel and Harris. Uh, I went with uh, Chris Cooper. Oh, We've look. seen play maniacal ass. similar roles, maniacal ass.
0: in the Muppets movie and also uh, the Bourne Identity films. That's right, or uh, film the first one.
1: I went with uh, Mark Strong. Uh, I'm gonna he need was, to look him up. He was Sinestro in the Green Lantern. I'm still. He was also to look in the Sherlock up. Holmes movies. He was in Sunshine. Oh, the bald guy. He was in Sunshine. In the Kingsman. Yeah, he was in. He's the Kingsman. I love that. Yeah. Well, he's not the Kingsman. But he was in. He was in Sunshine. The the guy that ends up sneaking on board the ship. Who he?
0: Well, that's, he is. That's
1: Mark Strong, isn't it? Wait, who sneaks on the? Sh- oh, you mean For, the bad guy? The bad guy You're in kidding Sunshine. Me. I didn't realize that was him. I thought
0: that was Mark Strong. Well, let's find out now. Yeah, man, I have referred to this has been an IMDb heavy episode. (laughs) Brought to you by Internet Movie Database. Let's see, Sunshine, two thousand seven. By the way, great film, or well, ten years old, good film, could have been a great film. I love it. I love Sunshine. I love Sunshine. Chris Evans, Michelle Yell, Cillian Murphy, or is it Killian Murphy? I always. I think it's Killian. Troy Garrity.
1: Yeah. Oh, that dude, Cliff
0: Curtis. Yeah, isn't it Benedict Wong? Cliff Curtis. And Mark, Mark Strong. Strong, you're wow. Well, I guess you never really get a good look at that guy. No, you don't. But that That's my General Hummel, right there. Love that guy, General Hummel. <laughs> that's actually appropriate. It doesn't actually, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, finally. Well, now, now, who's top build here? Do we, we I need mean Cage? I, I, I have
1: Connery top build. I do as well. This so let's a, do this movie is a Connery vehicle. Connery gem. Nicolas Cage. All right, Connery. Stanley, Connery. Goodspeed. I'm
0: going to go uh, as I mentioned. Rachel Bilson is his uh, his baby mama, uh-huh. uh, so I'm kind of going with that same age. And I wanted somebody with um, who, who's who's kind of charming but a little manic. Mm-hmm. Uh, can can. Act like he's under pressure, but also dun, kind of dun, be a hero. And we've used him. He was kind of the flavor of the month uh, when Whiplash came out a couple of years ago. But I still enjoy Miles Teller. Yeah, Miles I Teller's think he could good, do man. a role like this. Good actor. Thank you. Uh,
1: I went with James Franco. <laughs> I'm taking
0: credit for his acting. <gasps> Ooh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a great idea. James
1: fucking Franco.
0: Dude, fantastic.
1: Yeah, oh, I'd love to see him in this. I would love to see him in this, too. Well, I can't wait to see who you paired him up with. I paired him up with Brendan Gleeson. Woo! Interesting. Mad-Eye Moody. Nice. Yeah, I feel like he kind of fits that age where Connery was back in '97. Not 96. really with the weight requirement, though. Well, I mean, Connery <laughs> wasn't exactly in great shape. Yeah, but at least he's running around
0: in this film. Brendan Gleeson can run around. Did you see Braveheart? I? Yeah, the movie was 20 years old, Joe. It, so is this one. We're, we're not recasting it in its time. We're Why recasting it okay, well, for 2017. Well, who did you cast? Well, I went with uh, Hugh Jackman. How about that? <laughs> okay. He's got an accent.
1: And he's ageless. He's getting a little old. <laughs> he is ageless. Yeah. What did you think about that Logan movie? Have we talked about that? Are you kidding me? What did are you we? talking about? I think it's the, one of the best X-Men so films. So fucking good. It if not. It's
0: so fucking good. Well, now you got me thinking. Is it the best X-Men film? Or, or is Deadpool. Do you count Deadpool <laughs> as an X-Men movie? Um, Colossus is in it. I, I will. Yeah. Because I don't draw my uh, I don't draw my lines down studio parties. But, but I mean it's the same studio. Uh no, no. Twentieth Century Fox? Oh shit, that's right. Yeah. Ah, I'm thinking of the other. It's the same side. studio. Yeah. Uh oh it's no yeah, it's Sony. That's right. Sony. Who doesn't Sony
1: Sony Blast processing?
0: Um, oh, Sonic the Hedgehog folks. So,
1: so you've got Hugh Jackman in Hugh there. Jackman? As, as Patrick Mason. Mm-hmm. Can
0: you picture him with the? Oh, you know what? He's basically Jean Valjean. I guess that's where I was going. Picture Hugh Jackman from Limmeridge. Does, Does he sing? Does he sing?
1: Welcome to the Rock,
0: <laughs> I, I, dude. This would be a great uh, Broadway musical. <laughs> the Rock, the musical. Yeah, dude. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> the Rock. And roll. Music and lyrics by Sarah Barry and 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 Alan Menken. <laughs> I'm not gonna write you a uh, love. Who's directing yours? Uh, I went to Christopher Nolan. Oh, nice. Because uh, I think he could he could uh, elevate this story a little bit. Um, and I like I like the way he directs action. Yeah, he just kind of lets all the action happen in the in the frame.
1: Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but mm. there was a theme with all the people that I cast. Well, let's figure this out now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Gleason, uh huh. Franco, uh huh. Who's your Carla again? Well, except for one. Oh. I have to be, uh, except for one. All right. I'm not going to figure it out. My Carla's Rose Byrne. Yeah. Oh. And you might be able to figure out just based on those four. Uh, Nope, not doing it. Danny Boyle. Oh, she's so fucking sunshine. Danny boils the rock. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, there you go, uh, guys. If you have any thoughts on, well, I was sorry. really thinking that I get a little I'm bit more to. of a like. Sorry. Oh, that's that's kind of that's thoughtful. No, that's there fun. you go. No, no. Or that's at, at
0: least a interesting. You know what? Um, he he has a great. <laughs> st- I'm giving that up in 2017. <laughs> he uh, he's got a great visual style as well, and uh, man, he's all over the board. He can do action, he can do drama, he uh, can do Bollywood dance numbers. Can do your mama. That's great. <laughs>
1: Jai ho. Ding 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 da ding 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 a ding ding ding
0: ding 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 my name's Joel.
1: And my name is Bissink. <laughs> I am Bissink. Bissink. Richard Parker. Richard Parker. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, if you have any thoughts about The Rock, if, you have, uh, if you've been screaming at your podcast and you're like, dude, you guys haven't even talked about this or you haven't talked about that, uh, tell us about We're not it gonna. on our Facebook page. Uh, in Facebook, on uh, the search function, just put in editing bay. Uh, and that'll bring up that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. You click on that, and that'll bring uh, bring you to our page, and you can talk about whatever it is you want to talk about, and also your thoughts about our recasting. If you're like, guys, this is how I would have done it, uh, do that as well. Um, if you get us on your uh, your podcasting app, uh, on your on your. Apple device completely losing where I'm going here (laughs) on your Apple device. uh, Go ahead and click on your podcasting app and go ahead and and leave us a five star rating, a review. Put in the editing bay in the search function there. Click on that and leave us a rating and review. We'd really appreciate that. If you don't have an Apple device, uh, you can still subscribe to us on iTunes by using the Podcast Addict or Podcast Republic apps on your Android Uh, we've got a website, right, Joe? It sure sure does. It sure does. (laughs) We sure do, Joe. that our first T-shirt of the new year. It sure
0: does. Speaking of T-shirts, Joe, if you go to editingbay.com, You can uh, support the podcast by purchasing a lovely T-shirt. It is my goal, though, to uh, get some get rid of all those shirts (laughs) on the website. Well, no,
1: I I, I give them away as prizes. Uh, You know,
0: if you give us a review,
1: uh, I will send you a T-shirt. You know what? I've got some download codes for some other movies that we should give away because I really love when we had that listener do the review of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for us. Yes, I've got like copies of Arrival. Oh, I've got copies of uh, what was that? Denzel Washington movie that was nominated this past year. Uh Moonlights? No, no. That was um it's something like that. It's one word.
0: Sounds like <laughs> Sounds like uh Basism. <laughs> That's what it sounds
1: like. No, hold on. I will get this. Sounds like <sighs> hey guys screaming at us as loud as you can. What is his name? I already Denzel forgot his name. Washington. <laughs>
0: <It's>... <laughs> uh, not training day but. but not inside. Fences. Oh, they're making a sequel to The Equalizer? Ooh, interesting. Fucking A, man.
1: 2018. Oh, I love that first one. It was like John Wick with Denzel Washington. I never saw that. Dude, I would like to see a sequel to... Um... To John Wick? They no, made it. No, It's no. called
0: John Wick 2. Uh, the, uh, what's the one? Well, I guess you can't really sequel. it, can we? No. Flight No,
1: the... Uh, Fly- flight again? Where he's... Uh... Book of Eli. Oh, I didn't like that one quite as. What it. Book of Eli is it. great. I I called the MacGuffin like halfway through the movie. I well, was but like, you, oh, did he's you fine. not know? What you didn't know? I didn't know, and I called it like a. You know what I loved him in though, the Magnificent Seven. That fucking picture right there. Oh, did you see that? Oh yeah, yeah. it was a really out. good fucking remake. Um, fences. I've got I've got download codes for Fences. I have a download code for Suicide Squad. Ooh. We should get we should get one of these things sent out to one of our listeners. Well, I tell you what, Joe. There's an easy way to do that.
0: Uh, we, uh, uh, we'll try <laughs> Take two. Cut that part out, Jeff. Yes. We. Um, I, I always like to kind of celebrate milestones every now and then, uh-huh. uh, and I think the last time we did something with Twitter, we were uh, we were asking for the 100th follower on Twitter, uh, and we are quickly approaching We're double that, Joe. You know what that is? That's right. 150. <laughs> I was about to say, at least 150. <laughs> no, uh, we're quickly approaching the 200 mark, so if you Lovely listener, are the 200th follower on Twitter? Uh, you follow our handle at the Editing Bay. Look for that double E there. I know it looks weird, but it is at the editing bay uh uh-huh. uh you the two other follower we'll give you a download code and a That'd lovely awesome. t-shirt that you can yes.
1: also purchase if you want to support the show on editingbay.com. but you got to record a review of the movie for us please yeah well, if we send you a code we want to hear from you and we'll go ahead and we'll throw it on the podcast yeah uh what are we going to do next uh next week speaking of movies oh my gosh joe it, well it's hard to pick out because um
0: there, there's so many that we have on our there's list there's so right? many movies we still need to honor they, some they, of our they won't stop some making some of our them. fallen
1: actors yeah chris cornell not just actors chris yep. cornell we'll roger doing, moore mm-hmm, um but uh the guy who uh, was the voice of Wallace and Gromit. I just heard away. about that
0: today. I know, poor guy. Fucking A, man. Uh we could do, there is a Wallace and Gromit film. We could do that. Yeah. Well, we'd probably just both enjoy it too much, right? Yeah. But um I love that fucking We Wallace also have, have a Wallace lot of uh, we have some new uh, um uh, film suggestions from our listeners. Like uh-huh. the aforementioned Jumper, we have Explorers. Um and a few other ones, but uh, Joe, before this opportunity passes too much. We've talked about this film a lot. Um and I always threaten to bring it up and, and say, we're going to do this on the podcast someday. And I've been saying it for years now. And I, I, think, star. I think now uh, is, is an opportune time because I am reanimated, reinvigorated Space now World. with the thought of a sequel that is now in production. The Book of Eli. That is a sequel. And this is a little bit of a spoiler alert, listener. Um, but Dazed and confused. It's not too much of a spoiler. Uh, but if you've seen the film Splits, M. Night Shyamalan Splits you'll know that uh, there's a little surprise ending there that ties back into a film, one of my favorites. Uh, in fact, I will say my favorite M. Night Shyamalan film. And that is Unbreakable, starring Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson. That's right, Joe. The chickens are coming home to roost. I can, I can hear your soul exiting your body, but you will, there will be no escape <laughs> from watching Unbreakable for our podcast next week on The Editing back. <sighs>
1: I <laughs> you, you, <you're, laughs> I've been having such a good day. You're visibly deflated. I've been having such a good day. I'm so sorry, Joe. I, after five years, I finally finished the first draft of a script I wrote. Yes, tell us about that. I, I and now you're throwing this on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's bring it back up then. We got to very good watch Unbreakable, <laughs> the movie about a superhero that can't swim. So you, you you finished it then? This is your this is your Lone well, Ranger. Well, the play? first the first draft. Yeah, first draft is done. Finally, after, after almost five years, <laughs> finally got it fucking finished Hey, listen, you can't rush genius. Okay. Hmm. Hmm, genius. But mm-hmm. other than that, you can't, hurry uh, you can't buy me love. You can't buy me love. Mhm. we do You'll that one? You just have to wait. Can just do can we just do that? Adding no, it to the list. Uh, all right. So, yeah, no, it's this uh, Lone Ranger melodrama that I started working on in like 2012. Uh, and here we are, 2017. Mhm. I finally uh finally finished the first draft. I I was telling you before we started recording that, you know, I've, I tried it when I write, I try to get everything perfect. I want it to be just right or else I can't move on to the next scene. And I've been sitting here just looking at these sequences and stuff, mm. and I know the beats. I know what I want to have happen, but I can't quite get it. I, I haven't been able to wrap my hands around how it is exactly I want it to play out. And I got so frustrated, though, that I'm seeing like all these I, – I get writer envy where I see like other yeah. friends of mine that are able to like finish things and they're able to write things real quick. I hate those people. I do, too. <laughs> and I'm like, man <laughs> – and so I just thought, you know what? Fuck it. I know what I want it to be. and At least I know the structure of what I want it to be. Let me just fucking write. Let me just write the first thing that comes to my mind of what's going to be there, you know, and not, not just shit, make it as good as I can for right now, but let's not try to make it perfect. And I can go through that whole process of the rewrites. The rewrite process is important and you should do that, but I try to avoid it. Why? Because I hate when people fucking critique the stuff that I write. Mm. I fucking hate it. That's all of us. I wrote a, a a show based on a short play that I wrote, um, well, a you, one you act. Adapted
0: your own I adapted script. a one
1: act play right. and I expanded on it and I made a full length show out of it, and then we did like a workshop uh, viewing of it. A workshop it was almost like a um, a glorified read through where basically mm. people acted it out. Like Walt was there, he acted cool. part of it out, uh, and he was playing like a fucking sixteen year old uh, <laughs> because we didn't have any other actors, but like. I got grilled. Yeah. Like it got fucking, it got drugged through the coals. Like yeah, I had everyone's one, a fucking or, critic. one or two people that were there and they were like really digging in and like pointing out the shit that just didn't make sense. And they were right. Like uh. that was part the thing is they were right, but I never felt so fucking embarrassed well, but that's that what, I put out like something that was so laughable or something at, so bad. at least you
0: put yourself out there and that's part of the being an artist, being somebody who creates things. You gotta yeah. you, you're putting
1: yourself out there and it's uh, it's vulnerable. It's part of the process, yeah. man. And it's just something that uh, since then I've tried to avoid. Like that I, I really do think like that experience kept me from wanting to write anything oh, for a long that's time. That's unfortunate. Uh but now I'm, I've got back on the horse and yeah, yeah, i finally literally finally was able to uh, yeah, <laughs> finally able to get this thing finished up. So hopefully it won't take long for us to get through the rewrite process, and I can, you know, fine tune a lot of this stuff, and maybe you'll see this. So uh, coming in 2022, Lone Ranger based melodrama called "The Masked Man." <laughs> Yet another five years. We'll <laughs> actually
0: see it on stage. That's well, right. I'm excited, man! Congratulations, Thank and uh, can't wait to uh, read it and then rip
1: it. Thank you very much, and I can't wait to uh, watch this fucking uh, Unbreakable.
0: I will give you the uh, my version that you can skim through. Please like. do, I know you've please seen do. It before.
1: I don't know. Is that do we do we know if this is streaming at all?
0: Uh, not quite sure if it's streaming anymore. I know it used to be, but uh, I I have
1: the uh, Criterion Collection. For oh this, Jesus Christ! I love this movie so much, oh Jeff. God. Oh, I can't wait. All right, guys. Well, Jeff, thank you very much, sir. Ugh. Joel, always a pleasure. Pleasure's all mine. Guys, we'll see you next week for Unbreakable. Thanks. Running around.